Welcome or welcome back to Biracial and Bitchy, a show about holding multiple identities and reconciling them into one strong sense of self. And now your host, Nisha Balsara. Kem Cho and welcome bitches. How are you? Oh my gosh. You want to know what's wild is that I, when I used to do YouTube, I would sit down and I was like, slap my ass. We're going we're going to town. We're going to have fun. And now that I'm podcasting, which I think the medium is so cool, which is what I'm going to be talking about today is like, why a podcast? Like, why are you doing this? Nisha? Like, Nisha, seriously, do we need another Joe Rogan in the world? Well, <laughs> I think that everything I say is so cringe. That's the thing is like, I haven't been on the internet in so long. And so I built it up in my head to be worse than it actually is. Like usually people are genuinely just super nice and encouraging. But um, I think that when you get to be a certain, you have a certain number of followers, like, you know, you have a social media following. People forget you're not like a celebrity. And I know that's silly because I, I wouldn't say I was a celebrity, but like people forget that I just, I'm just a person, like normal person. Like I'm not less I'm not less shy or more outgoing. Like, this is hard for me. Anyways, why a podcast? So I started re-examining my relationship with social media when I was on the show. And for those of you who don't know, I used to be on the show called The Vegan View for a couple years. And it was... It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. There's so many things I loved about that and so many things I hated about it and that made me really depressed and really sad. And trying to figure out what those things were once I left and like if I even wanted to have this as a job had me looking at my relationship with social media and other people's relationship with social media so critically. And I started to realize that like the whole reason why I was so unfulfilled at the show was because I felt like it lacked so much purpose and direction for me personally because to me being vegan is so much more than just like a social justice movement or a diet or a lifestyle it's like very spiritual to me like people don't really know because I've never really opened up about it because I mean like it's not my show you know like <laughs> you know, I, I there are so many times where I just like couldn't speak because I just felt like my opinion was so complex and nuanced that I was just like, you know what? I wholly agree on most of the topics, but like I need to stop talking in this episode because I'm so annoying. And what I really didn't love was that when you have to sit down and watch a YouTube video, I like I have a degree in dramatic arts and like I dreamed of being a filmmaker okay this YouTube and this Instagram thing isn't like I wasn't like I <laughs> I want to be an influencer I was like this looks like a really cool way for me to because like I'm from the middle of nowhere in Texas okay this is gonna this is going to lead to podcasting I swear to god just bear with me bear with me like hold on we're at Disneyland they've put the bar on your lap and I need you to hold on right now okay the ride hasn't even started but anyways I've been using this as like a vehicle to do basically kind of learn the ropes and then all of a sudden once I felt like I had a pretty good hold on everything I just started feeling so inspired and called to create something different something that 
reflected my spiritual and my wellness passions as well as veganism. Like if we're going to talk and be serious, like veganism is so spiritual and personal and intimate to me to talk about that I don't know if I've ever really talked about the extent of why I believe what I believe and why I practice what I do and why my whole family's vegan and all this stuff. And I, for a long time, I don't know why, but I felt like sharing a part of myself was so, <laughs> I know it's not healthy to use this word because it's an actual problem, but I felt like narcissistic just sharing about myself. And I just like withdrew so much. And you know what I did when I withdrew so much? And I was going through a lot, okay? I've been going through a lot, a lot of stuff, like a lot of health stuff, a lot of family member stuff, and a lot of like people not being on this earth kind of stuff. It's been, oh my God, <laughs> I've been, you know, sometimes there are years where, you know, you get a couple gut punches and you're fine. And then there's some years where God is Sacking you in the nuts every single time <laughs> you get off your ass. You know what I mean? And there's sometimes where you're getting knocked when you haven't even gotten off your ass yet. So yeah, it's been one of those years. And I just didn't have the capacity to engage in parasocial relationships. Parasocial meaning like it's a one-sided social experience like I had before. Going through the pandemic, I realized in all of that isolation and all of that, having to really realize, like, do I like this aspect of the show or this aspect? Like, what is keeping me on there, even though I'm not very happy making it? And of course, that if you've listened to other episodes or if this is the first one to come out, it definitely was the friendship. I loved, like, just being around, you know, I love being around creative women. I love being around creative women. Like, I went to art school, y'all. Like, I am not like a cool LA cool girl. Like, you know, I'm a theater major. Like, I'm a nerd, okay? Like, everyone needs to get that straight, okay? I know how to light stuff. Like, I am a, I'm, I'm just a backstage girly, you know? I'm a backstage girly who somehow ended up in the front and is like, what's going on? So there's this thing when you're a go, you go to art school, right? I have to explain the culture. The culture is that like, sometimes you have to sell out sometimes. Sometimes you have to do the Burger King commercial or whatever to suffer for your art, to be able to make your own stuff, right? And your stuff should always be about serving the world. Being an artist is about holding up a mirror to the world, okay? <laughs> I was like, what, do I, what did I love about YouTube videos? Because it wasn't like doing the visual thing because I would much rather shoot a more you know, artsy kind of vlog than do these sit down and talk videos. It was literally just talking to myself in the mirror. <laughs> That's what I liked about it. I would sit, I would have a big screen and I could just talk to myself one-on-one -on -one and I could level with myself and just be like, hey, this yogurt from Trader Joe's is absolutely awful. Let's be honest. And so during this time where I was just feeling super like, I just felt so withdrawn. I felt so, you know, and I also had some, like, things going on with friendships. I think we all have been through so many friendship shifts in the last year with all the stress and everyone's going through so many life decisions on such a short amount of time because it felt like our lives were on pause during COVID. It's wild. Like, everyone is having a hard time. 
Um, unless you, maybe you're not, but like, if you're not, this podcast might not be for you. Like I'm kind of a mess. So, um, (laughs) enough about me. Let's talk about me. During this time when just so many of my priorities were shifting and I started just really looking at my unhappiness doing something that I thought I wanted so badly, I just started realizing that maybe just making content to make people happy and tell people to go vegan was not it for me. It just felt kind of empty. And I just knew like, I had to stop being vegan. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm still vegan. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had to make you a little scared. Ah, come on. Y'all have put me through the ringer. I have gotten art. You're no longer vegan again threats since I left that show. People are so weird. Like, why do you care? Anyways, I'm still vegan. Not that it should matter. (laughs) The long period of isolation made me realize there was something I wanted to make art for specifically. And for the first time, I just like, I saw a glimmer of me being able to become the person I really needed around when I was growing up. And I just thought, (laughs) there are so many freaking mixed kids being raised around me. Like there are so many mixed kids I see on the internet in real life. And I'm just like, growing up, when I grew up, where I grew up, it wasn't easy. And um, I had so much to say and I, I tried creating a blog. I tried, I tried so many different things. I just had to dip my hands into everything to figure out how I was going to go in this next journey. And then Jesse produced this podcast, a couple podcasts all by himself and basically convinced me that from, from seeing just like everything he's been able to do and how many people's lives he's been able to touch. I was just like, why am I not trying to help people in this media platform where you know, it wouldn't cost me anything and it could help so many people. And maybe in like one day it could get sponsored every once in a while. And I could just make more shit for people instead of just trying to stay afloat and figure out what's trending and what are people going to Google this week or what's, I just, having gone through everything and having such a flop era, I just realized that there's so much more about mental health, about being alive in your 30s, about being a biracial bitch that couldn't be encompassed from the show, you know? And I hate that there was like gossip and just so much shit stirring around when I left. And I just, for a while, it started to feel like I didn't know if using social media in the way that I used to was healthy anymore to be so hyper aware of how so many people perceive you at so many instances. It's nice to just have a place to go one-on-one with a person and have a conversation that you can put on without me having to take away from your time. Like a YouTube video, you have to sit down and I know I'm taking time away from your life was just so precious, which we felt through that pandemic, which completely like reform like that lit a fire underneath my ass I was like we I gotta figure out what we're doing the bus the bus is going and we gotta get on like you know that that's how it felt and I fought it for so long like I fought 
having a podcast for so long. This went through so many iterations, so many different formats. I didn't really know what I wanted to say or what I wanted to do. And I just had to work through the fact that parasocial relationships aren't bad or innately narcissistic. <laughs> I think I had just seen so much bad shiz go down during, you know, the, the 2020. It was like the social network I had built of people felt like it wasn't even real anymore. And I wanted a place that wasn't connected to anything that was just us. Because I feel like on YouTube, it's always like trending videos. Which video are you gonna connect to? Which many, how many tagged words or SEO are you gonna get to rank in Google? And this can just be us hanging out, recommending books to each other, going about life, figuring shit out, figuring shit about when to have kids, <laughs> what to do when you buy a house and you're like, oh, we were in an apartment one day and then the next day we were looking at roof inspections. Like there's something wild about getting older where I think just one day everything flips and it's so lonely and there's so little content for people who are in their 30s that is just friendship parasocial based. It's so like wellnessy or or hustle culture or how to fix things. I think we deserve time to just be with someone being vulnerable and talking about our life and our world and what's going on at the moment and knowing that just sharing the things that happened to me helps so many people. And I've seen that throughout the years with everything I've been able to share, whether it's with my interstitial cystitis or going vegan and dating a non-vegan and so many things more. I'm just really honored to have inspired any conversations or life changes that have brought you joy or even encouraged you to prioritize yourself in different ways than at home. Like I just, <laughs> just let me be a professional bestie and be someone you can level with and hear about every week. It's something that won't take up your time, that won't, that you don't have to be sitting down and paying attention to or something that's gonna take you out of a present moment by scrolling. Like, oh my gosh, I just, TikTok scares me now, you know? I just got so addicted to it and now I just realize it's like gambling and it's just like, there's so many things I could say, but I just think that there's so much moral dilemmas, <laughs> the moral dilemma. <laughs> I think there are so many unethical ways the algorithm is stealing our life from us. And I think having a gathering place where there is a more community-like feel than a fan feel, that is what I want, so. <laughs> So if you have let go of the rails and you're like, this girl is saying all kinds of nonsense by now, just like, hear me out. I just want you to go in your next week and I just want you to notice what you're doing, what your body looks like and how you're feeling when you're filling up your time with scrolling versus listening to a podcast. Like it doesn't even need to be this one. Like go listen to someone else's. I don't care. Just listen to a podcast and then Examine how you feel during it. Be present in the moment. And do the same thing on TikTok. Like, you know, you know, just, just a thing to think about, okay? And we can talk about it next week. <laughs> My name is Nisha Balsara, and this is Biracial and Bitchy, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Biracial and Bitchy. Be sure to rate us five stars, because remember, karma is a relaxing thought.
and do a bitch a favor, share this episode with a friend. Bye!